Welcome to Color Me Dead. This is a true crime podcast, and we talk about murder and fuckery most foul in detail while using the darkest of humor. If you don't like words like fuck and cunt, then you probably shouldn't listen. But if you do, then join us while we fuck your feelings. Love it. Hey, guys. Hey. Oh, hey. Hey. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, did you forget what we sounded like? Did you miss us? I missed us. Missed you. Oh, <laughs> I missed you. <laughs> Oh, my God. I missed us and you. Life comes at you fast, kids. And if you don't stop to look around any, take a look around, it just might pass you, dude. You you just might miss it. Well, we are back, guys. And we are making our valiant return after, you know, me going back to graveyards and Nikki moving into her beautiful new home. And my children have flown the coop. Um, I only cried a yield bit. Just Uh, a wee bit. Just a yield bit. Just a tiny bit. Me and Spence are now empty nesters, so if you come to our house, please call in advance. Because they are naked. Because I am I am likely naked. Yeah. <sighs> this is our valiant return, guys, and we're looking at going back to dropping every week. Yes, that's the goal. It might not happen immediately. But once but- a week, and we're looking at like at least an hour-long podcast every week. Yes. Um, thank you to our Patreons, both old and new but especially to you guys that stuck with us when we weren't dropping anything clear back through the last couple of months. Yes. Thank you, thank you. We do have perks going out, and here yep. we go, guys. What we have for you today is, if you would like to check me out on social media, you go, you get on media, you say, Yoo-hoo, Angel, color me dead. Nikki, are you there? You can do... <laughs> you can... Fuck, I'm in a mood. Dude. You can find us on Twitter. Um, at Color Me Dead Pod. You can find us online at Facebook at the Color Me Dead Facebook group. We also have the Color Me Dead podcast page. If you get onto Instagram, please look me up. I'm Color Me Dead Angel. You might not like what you find. Some of my listeners have recently found that I'm a human, just like other people. and that With you opinions don't... and shit. Oh my God, with my very own opinions. Is that allowed? Gory underscore Nikki and Color Me Dead podcast on Instagram. Yes. Well, we're talking about Yoohoo mm-hmm. and Yoo-hoo. and Facebook. I got a Facebook message from a listener the other day. Uh-oh. And um, she's like, I, I love you guys. Her name is Connor. She knows who yes. she is. Did you get the same one? She uh, sent me a TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a guy who shaves his beard like the guy on no, she Frozen. Didn't send that. Oh, it was the guy that shaves his beard like the guy on Frozen and he's all. Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. And she's Lovely. like, this made me think of you guys. I was you like, oh my God. turned on by the Aunt Diane episode, I think. I don't remember. That was an email and this was a, I don't remember. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. I suck at names. I'm sorry. So you could be two different people. Hey, listen, if you tell or me you your name. I'll forget it. 100% I wasn't listening. And I, I, did, I heard it. I heard it, but I wasn't listening. I need to do like a, a Chris Traeger type thing where you I'm say really the sa- names back to him. Holy fuck. Did you see that one? Like the guy that has the, he has the world record, holds the world record for like most um, short term memory. But essentially like all these people were walking into a movie theater and it was like 85 people. And he said hello and got all of their names. And then as they walked out of the movie theater, he literally said goodbye to all of them and said their names back to him. I was like, fucking sorcery, witchcraft. I Let, think... Who the fuck remembers names? Not me. Is that like normal people no, do that God, shit? Normal I people suck. can remember fucking names like atypical, neurotypical people remember shit. I don't know. Um, if you guys want to go to ageofradio.org slash callingmedead, uh, you can go there, shop the bazaar, check out our episodes, check out other people in our network. You can hit that big old Patreon button or go to Patreon. 
patreon.com slash color me dead podcast and you can donate we have tiers from one dollar to 75 dollars and i'm gonna try and put most stuff better stuff more better stuff on on patreon um my app is stupid so i have a really hard time interacting on there but i'm gonna try to and we have cool things for people five dollars and up that have donated yes all new people and old you're getting a cool new keychain you're getting stuff um and we're trying to make all of our Patreon merch so that it is exclusive and you can't get it unless you're a Patreon. Perfect. And so we're working towards that. T-shirt designs, everything. So if you guys want to get some merch, because you will get some merch if you become a Patreon. Yes, you will. But there are other things that you can get through colormedead.threadless. ColorMeDeadPod.Threadless.com Thank you. I always forget the pod. And I was about to say ColorMeDead.Threadless.Pod. And I was like, yeah, that's not the fucking address. ColorMeDeadPod.Threadless.Com You can literally get anything. Anything. There's so many things. Anything. And we can add stuff to it. I just haven't had time to go in and do the template. But there's like shoes. There is that. And if you guys want to send us anything to our snail mail, go to P.O. Box... 1610 Vernal, Utah 84078. Today we're going to do serial killers who were doctors and nurses. I decided to start this one off like this, okay? Most of you guys are going to know who this is, and I'm sure that a lot of you guys wished we would do a more in-depth piece on him. I have a book. We're getting there. (laughs) But remember that not everybody that joins us for every episode is a true crime aficionado. You like, gotta start somewhere, right? Right. I Not was, everybody knows who these people are. I was nothing when we started. I knew nothing about nothing and about no one because it all scared me. What we're gonna do today? Twenty-six serial killers who were doctors and nurses. We're not twenty-seven. Not twenty-six. Twenty-six. Not twenty-seven. Twenty-six. There's twenty-seven, but yeah. just twenty-six. Herman Webster Mudgett, Doctor Henry Howard Holmes, or H.H. H. Holmes. Yes. <clears throat> with the, the fella with the nice mustache and a nice top hat. A mustache, a mustache. Who if wants a mustache, right? A... Oh. I do, I do. H.H. H. Holmes with a great fashion sense and beautiful mustache. He was born May 16th, 1861. He had, I was going to say supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. No. Death is May 7th, 1896. So he was an American serial killer. And while he confessed to 27 murders, only nine could be plausibly confirmed. And several of the people that he claimed to have murdered were still alive. Uh. Now, he said he is said to have killed as many as 200, though this figure is only traceable up to like the 1940s pulp magazines. Okay. Many victims were said to have been killed in a mixed used building which he owned located about three miles west of 1893 world's fair columbian ex exposition supposedly called the world's fair fair hotel informally the murder castle i think that's what i'd like to start calling my house the murder castle the murder castle welcome to the murder the castle, murder castle. <clears throat> Though evidence suggests that the hotel portion was never truly open for business. Besides being a serial killer, Holmes was also a con artist and a bigamist, the subject of more than 50 lawsuits in Chicago alone. 
Many, now common, of his crimes sprang from fictional accounts that later authors assumed to be factual. In 2017, a biography, Adam Seltzer, wrote that Holmes' story is effectively a new American tall tale, and, like all good tall tales, it sprang from a tiny kernel of truth. Um, I think I, that's the book I have. <laughs> Dope. I got it in, in Chicago. Well, that would make sense. Right? In 2017. In 2017. Yeah. Oh, that would make sense. I have sure not read it, though. But I have it. It's like having so, the information. It's We're halfway there. The information Lemon is in my house. <laughs> Whoa. Lemon on a pear. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> I already hate that song. Now you just made it worse. Ah! So... H.H. H. Holmes was executed May 7th, 1896, nine days before his 35th birthday, for the murder of his friend and accomplice, Benjamin Pizel. Pizel. Pizel? Pizel. What the fuck? Pizel. The E in Zell sounds like Bell. Pizel. Okay. So his friend and accomplice, Benjamin Pizel. During his trial for the murder of Pitzel, Holmes confessed to many other killings. Italian nurse Daniela Poggiali, how do we say Poggiali. that? Poggiali killed as many as 38 patients because she thought they and their visiting families were annoying in 2014. I could see that happening for me. I personally same. be like, you know what? You're you, done. You're annoying. You know what? We're, we're Here, done. Drink this. Yeah. It's really good. Don't tell me it smells funny. <laughs> That's what makes it work. <laughs> <laughs> That's the medicine working. Yes. God damn it. That sounds like something my mom told me. And now I feel really uncomfortable. You're like, wait. Wait. Um, she snapped selfies with several of the corpses after they had passed. Police believe Daniela, who worked as, oh, sorry, worked at a Lugo hospital, killed her victims with the hefty hefty doses of potassium chloride. She was arrested after an autopsy on a 78-year-old Rosa Calderoni revealed dangerous levels of potassium in her body. 38 of the 86 patients she treated died within a three-month period. She was later acquitted on appeal. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so I think actually since I put this together, she came back into, I want to say that she came back into the spotlight for some kind of a violation somewhere and was back. Oh. Yeah. I'd have to look it up to verify that, though. And yeah, just so everybody <clears throat> knows, this was written what, in Jul- June or July. Oh, and it's God. been printed out sitting in the desk at my old house since, since at least then. It's so. It, I keep, sorry, I keep smacking the desk, but, um... Actually, yeah, that's what this is. It's It's a very nice TV tray looking thing. It's a large TV tray that I got for my children for homeschool. (laughs) Yeah. It's actually pretty nice, though, because it's it's good sized. I know. I mean, we've got all of our recording shit on it, and we're, like, sitting here having a conversation. Yeah, we're coming to you from my bedroom at the (laughs) new house with our, you know, TV tray and gaming chair and office chair and Uncle Willie's, what do we call it? But, uh, back at, back at the ranch, I had something to say, sorry, thought left, train of thought, completely derailed, got nothing for you, left, nothing. British doctor Harold Shipman was only charged with the deaths of 15 patients, but. Only, only 15. Only, only only 15. Only 15. That's not very many. No. 
It's not. It's not a lot till you get over twenty. I mean, <laughs> is fifteen a lot? I don't, I don't know. know what. Like dollars? Because no, but victims, yes. Yes. <laughs> but he is believed to have killed up to two hundred and fifty people. His crimes raised uh, troubling questions about the powers and responsibilities of the medical community in Britain, and about how the adequacy of procedures for certifying sudden death. He was sentenced to life in prison in two thousand four. And he hung himself. Uh-huh. He was... Um, 58. 58 years old. He lived from 1946 to 2004. And Where was, was he born? Nottingham. Not in Nottingham. Nottingham, UK. Yes. Do you Nottingham. think he knew uh, the sheriff Probably. of Nottingham? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Shortly after he was arrested, he was struck dead by the sheriff of Nottingham. <laughs> and a rope. And a rope. Joseph Michael Swango. I want that last name. Swango. Swango. Born October 21st, 1954. Also known under the aliases of David J. Adams, Michael Kirk, because that's like it, Jack Kirk, and Michael Swan, as well as the press nickname Dr. Dr. Death. Dr. Death. I love it. There was another Dr. Death. Um, uh, no, never mind. Angel of Death, sorry. Angel Meep. of Death. Meep. Yeah. Is an American former physician and an admitted serial killer. Swingo has been estimated to have been involved in as many as 60 fatal poisonings of patients and colleagues, though he only admitted to ca- to causing four deaths. I only got four of them. No, no just four. Yeah. Just four little ones. Just, it wasn't that much. It was... <laughs> He wasn't that much, and he just couldn't help it. He was sentenced in 2000 to three consecutive life terms without the possibility of parole, and is serving that sentence at the ADX Florence Supermax Prison near Florence, Colorado. That's Uh not very far from us. It is not, and it's actually supposedly not very far from South Park. Nuh-uh. Okay, I have two things that go with this. Kagan, my brother. Kagan. Where he lives, mm-hmm. right across the street is like a, 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 I don't know what it's called, like a community home center called South Park. There's big words that said South Park on it. Another, the next thing that has to do with Kagan and Colorado is that we're going to the Stanley Hotel for his birthday next month. Yay! <laughs> How I'm so excited, and he's staying in room 217 because 237 is not a, not a thing there, but it's 217 in the book, or else I have that backwards. I can't remember. I always do it wrong. No, 217 is the one in the book because Dahmer's apartment was also 217. Weird. But, yeah, I'm so fucking excited, but we're all staying off. I don't know where we're staying, but he's staying in the room for his birthday. Fun fact. Dumb and Dumber, the scene where um, we landed on the moon. Yeah. That is where we're having dinner on his birthday. Nice. I didn't know it was all tied in together. I didn't know it was all the same same place. Who knew? Yeah, I'm knew. so goddamn excited, though. I might have to record a little something over yeah. there with Kagan, because we're doing a ghost tour and shit. So. Fun. Yeah. So yeah. you might get to hear a, little, a wee bit. I know. I'm sorry. It's a family thing. French doctor Marcel Pitiot. I'm sure you say this really fancy. Pitiot. 
I'm right? sure that you like Because he's Pitois. Yeah, I don't know. Pitois. Is suspected of killing 60 people. However, only, only 23 bodies were found. Only 23. Yes. Not so many. Yes. No more. No mas. <laughs> they were found in his Paris home during World War II. Which, by the War way, II. that was not me trying to speak French. I know that I was speaking Spanish. It's the only one I got. It's like me in the southern accent. Like, you gotta do, you gotta work with what you, you got. You gotta work with what you got, dude. Sorry. They were found in his home during World War II. He was beheaded in 1946. We at, were still beheading people in 1946? I, apparently we were. Um, he was 49 years old. He was born in 1897, died I'm in 46. Like kind of upset that, like, why isn't America still beheading people in 1940? That'd have been fucking fun. I know. Well, we still wouldn't have been alive, so well, we would have missed out. But we would have had footage. They were taking yeah. fucked up videos of shit. Well, during the Second Sino-Japanese War, Shiro Ishii experimented on humans while working with the Imperial Japanese Army. He was working on biological warfare. K- k- Whoa. T- t- today, Junior. Shit. Killed hundreds, possibly thousands of people. He received immunity for his war crimes at the end of the war. He was 67 when he died in 1959, born in 80, 1892. Was, I love that he's like, just well, a little know, research. Just, just a little research. It's like bunny rabbits. Nobody cares. No, we care. I care about the bunny rabbits, too. He cared about the bunny rabbits. That's why he just used people. <laughs> so what about Linda Hazard? What about? Linda Hazard was responsible for the deaths of at least a dozen while working as an osteopathist. Don't you mean only a dozen? Like, that's where we're at here. Just only. kidding. <laughs> only a dozen. Only. Less than 23? God, only a dozen. Yeah. Um, so her therapeutic fasting method of medicine led to the starvation of many of her patients. She later died of starvation from her fasting. She was 71 and died in 1938, born in 1867. The last fucking thing I will do. Let me let you know. If ever, like, as long as I have a fucking neighbor, I ain't starving to death. And I will be the first motherfucker to let you know. I hear we taste like pork and the only part that I'm not allowed to eat is your brain. Because it's got prions in it and will give me Crutchfelder's syndrome and shit. And beyond that, you're fucking cattle to me. I will not starve. I hear that's pretty fucked up. (laughs) Like, I ain't starving or like dehydration. That's the other one. Like, I ain't dying of dehydration. I'll die of the bugs I drink and the water I fucking consume. Right. Before I die of dehydration. you get. Mm Mm-mm. I'll probably die of fucking cholera, but I'm not going to die of dehydration. Mm -hmm. I would never eat you. I would never kill you to eat you. I'm too fatty. You wouldn't get very good. Just kidding. I'd make bone broth out of you. Right? I'd melt you down and make soap and broth out of you. Will you... But I would never kill you to get you. Like, if you died, though, like, if you died, I'm harvesting you. I bet you could make some good, like, lotion or something out of my... My... You know, well, I my mean, hips yeah, but here. That's, yeah, but like, remember the like, um, on Fight Club, he like steals the liposuction fat and makes fucking face creams and soaps. Yeah, see, you and then would sells be it good. back to him. You would have yeah. good skin. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, but I would never kill you to get that off of you. Well, if I die, if I starvation to death, you, don't starvation I to death. Starve. I need the fat off of you. Yeah, that's what I just said. Jesus, listen I would, to me. I'd have to fall and hit my head really hard. 
Well, no, I ain't dying of starvation. No. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, John Bodkin Adams, 1899 to 1983, he died on the 4th of July, was a British general practitioner, convicted fraudster. I like that. You're a convicted fraudster! What do you do? I'm a convicted uh, fraudster. fraudster. I don't even know... <laughs> What that entails, but I like it. I like suspected, it. serious, suspected, allegedly. I mean, why are you throwing out all those words? Like, <laughs> was ruffling? Meditated. Yeah. <laughs> What's this ruffling you're talking about? Ruffling, ruffling. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, suspected serial killer. Now it's turning into playtime. Yeah. Uh, between 1946 and 1956, 163 of his patients probably died while in a coma, so deemed worthy of investigation. In addition, 132 out of 310 patients had left Adam's money or items in their wills. He was tried. That's where he's a motherfucking fraudster. There it is, right there. Fraudster. You fraudster. That's how you became a fraudster. <laughs> Well, he was tried and acquitted for murder in one patient in 1957. Another count of murder was withdrawn by prosecution. Um, in later what was described as an abuse of process by the presiding judge, Sir Patrick Devlin. Sir Patrick Sir. Devlin! Causing uh, questions to be asked in the parliament about the prosecution's handling of the, of the events. Um, the trial was featured in the headlines around the world and was described at one time as one of the greatest murder trials of all time and murder trial of the century. Ah, probably not the century, but is a good one. Hmm. We had, we had better shit like Diane Downs. Like that was a fucking trial. Yeah. Just because like for her own children to testify against her, even like, well, mute type shit. Uh, that's pretty fucking okay. serious. I know, me too. Like, <laughs> I keep smacking stuff too. Got a ninja in my microphone. Um, plus, it was—I mean, it was early in the in the eighties. I'm sure that this was like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, it was unique in in the description of a lot of the headlines. Um, in in the words of the judge, the act of murder had to be proved by expert evidence. Maybe that's where that whole expert in this and expert in that, you know. Well, you we're going to have to have an expert in fucking, what was that goddamn parrot that started, like, remember the lady that died and the parrot was like her BFF for life and like later this person came over to the house to question the husband and like take a look around and the bird's like, no, no, don't kill me. And started, like, regurgitating. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, now we need a fucking bird expert in here to tell me whether or not this little shit's making this up, or is he really regurgitating the fucking murder? German doctor, Joseph Mengele. Now, this guy, if you don't know the name... Um, then you are not a true crime uh, journalist. <laughs> then you're not a true crime journalist. And you're not a historian either. This guy is actually really well known, and you'll see his 
name in quite a few history books. I mean, as far back as like high school. But he made his mark on history when, as a doctor for Auschwitz concentration camp. Elvitasy, fuckers. Elvitasy. So everything, uh, sadly for me, this is the way my little ADHD brain, ADHD brain works. You have so little um, attention, you can't even finish it. <laughs> the ADH. I got the ADH. <laughs> I'm gonna choke. I got the ADH. Hell. I can't afford the D. Can't pay attention long enough to go get it. The D was too much. Oh God. But this is what happens is I will everything is connected. Like this is what this is what you get from me. He selected people to be killed in the gas chambers and performed human experiments. He later fled to Brazil and was never brought to justice, was said to have died in 1979 at the age of 68. Damn. But he was the one that, like, not only... He was the one that was, like, peel the skin off that one. Oh, God. Take the fucking teeth out of that one. Yeah, like, I don't like that. Yeah, he was that fucking guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be that fucking it's guy. It's not nice. That, that guy that's sucks. That's not nice. Oh, that's not nice. No. Well, we have Robert George Clements. He worked as a surgeon in Ireland he was suspected of killing his four wives through morphine overdoses. Before <laughs> before he could stand trial, he killed himself with his own overdose. He died at the age of 67 in 1947. He was he was born in 1880. Well, morphine overdose. That does not sound fun. But I can't hang. I don't think it would be all that bad. I, I mean, mean the morphine feel better. It? <laughs> What? You wouldn't feel it? No, dude. You're really, you're going to get really fucking high. You're going to fall asleep and you're going to stop breathing. That's essentially what's going to happen. All four wives. You can tell that this was a long time ago because it is all four wives. Um. Anyway, Morris Bobler. Bobler. Bulber. But I liked Bulber. Bulber. I was putting the B before the L. Morris Bulber was one of the members of the Philadelphia Poison Ring. The Philadelphia Poison Ring was a murder-for-hire gang led by Italian immigrants, immigrant cousins Herman and Paul Petrillo. I'm sure you say that special, too, because... Pet- what? Petrillo. 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 You don't say the L's. They're only there for fun. <laughs> okay? There's two of them just... Our- <coughs> <coughs> Corona. <laughs> Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Oh my god, how are you going to teach your children how to speak Spanish? Oh, I'm not. You're like, there's two L's? Fuck is that? Thank god their little computer program does that for them because I ain't doing it. Oh god. When I was having Calvin test the other day and I was like, Jesus Christ, you know a lot. Mm. And he's like, well, I forgot most of it. I'm like, oh my god, shit. Homeschool. Anyway, in 19... This was in the (laughs) night... The end. Mm-hmm. There, I did it for you. This was in the 1930s in Philadelphia, in the United States, not in Italia. In Italia. Oh, good God. In Try Italy. again. Try fucking harder. I don't think that <clears throat> trying harder is going to change it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you slow down and talk louder. Okay. Anyway. Herman and Paul Petrio in no in 1930s in Philadelphia, where the Italian community had grown from 76 
1734 in 1910, the year the Patrios came to USA to over 155,000 by just 1930. Just before the murder ring began operations, the ring came to light in 1938 and the cousins were ultimately convicted of first degree murders, murders, and executed by electric chair in 1941. A Russian Jewish immigrant gang member, Morris Bulber, known as Louis the Rabbi, <laughs> turned state's evidence. Gang members, associate, associates, and dupes, many of them Italian-born, superstitious women dubbed poison widows by an um, excited press, were brought to trial and mostly convicted to dead, death. Good God, I can't talk. Death sentences. Or varying prison sentences. One or two were found not guilty. Notably the widow Stella Alfonsi, whose husband's 1938 death by poison brought the case to light and who was successfully defended by advocate Raymond Pace Alexander. Like, my printer printed that weird, so I could only see half the words. So right. I was trying to make it. Like, is, is that the real word or is it not? That takes us to Maxim Petrov. I bet you know where he's from. Petrov. Petrov. He we killed... In Russia. <laughs> so, um, he killed 17 patients while working as a doctor in Russia. He stole his... He stole from his victims as well. He was sentenced to life in prison at age 27. So, he was like a brand new doctor. I don't know what to... I don't know how old you are when you're a doctor in... In Russia. Russia. I don't know. For all I know, they've got a house full of doogies. Right. Doogie Hauser, MD, and everybody's a doctor at 20. Yeah. 16. So, in, in America, he was just barely, you know, a doctor. But who knows how it is in Russia. But that was in 1992. He lived from 1965 to 1992. Then we have Kermit Gosnell. Kermit he was born February 9th, 1941, and he's a former American physician from Pennsylvania. In 2013, he was charged with three murders. Three babies were born alive, and then he killed them by cutting the infant's spine with scissors. What the fuck, man? Yeah. One mother, dude, er, dude. One mother died due to complications. Testimony indicated hundreds of similar procedures carried out by Gosnell and his staff. He was age 78. That's a fucking... He, well, but let me... I think... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, please. So, let me, let me make this very clear. This guy was an abortionist. So, those babies that he cut the spine with scissors were abortions. The, I will say this, and this is why he was charged with murder. They were late-term abortions, and he did, in fact, deliver a baby that was probably viable. And he then cut the spinal cord to... Yeah, damn. So, it's not... And the mothers that gave... They were trying... They... How do I say this? Because I, I don't mean it to be, like, bad. Like, these women were in a place... I don't even want to imagine where they were at that they had to make in a... Like, make a decision where they were... Having a late-term abortion. I don't think any female wants to do that. No. <clears throat> Not normal. Normal women don't want to do that. No. But that's how that all went down. If you're unfamiliar with Kurt Gosnell, or Kermit, excuse me, Kermit Goss, Gosnell, there's actually a documentary 
as well that you can watch on him. Mm-hmm. But he was considered a criminal doctor because he can. He did certain kinds of abortions. He did a lot of abortions, but yeah, those ones are the ones that he was. People were like, "The fuck, yo." Huh. Yeah. Well, shit. Shit on me. Shit. Yeah. Well. I know. I just happen to know who he is. Mayuki Ish Ikwa. What? No. <laughs> Ishikawa. Ishikawa. Oh, I missed the Kawa. I missed the. And like, I took out the A. Ishikawa. I was like, I think I did pretty damn good. What are you going to bitch about? And then I said that. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. You can say that. <laughs> That guy, <laughs> or whoever, she, he, it was this girl. It was a she. All right. She was a maternity nurse in Japan in the 1940s. During this time, abortion was prohibitado in Japan, so she killed infants born to parents unwilling to care for them. It is estimated that she killed more than 103 newborn children. She was arrested in 1948 and sentenced to four years in prison. I guess it's better than them taking their children and like dumping them out somewhere and like letting a little kid, like letting a, letting a, a, a feet, it's not a fetus, infant, <clears throat> letting an infant like starve to death or get yeah. chewed up by dogs or something. Yeah. Jesus you know what I mean? Christ though. Like you are not fit for, to parent this child. I shall kill it. Well, yeah, but then you get like, I, what? Like, I get wanting them not to have to deal with parents. What? No, well, just like, you know, sometimes it's a cultural thing. Like, in China, like, they mm-hmm. obviously, they didn't want a baby girl and they were like ditching them, like, just, eh, yeah, like throwing these babies out in the middle of nowhere or whatever. Um, I would rather, like, eek, I don't think I want this one. You know, like yeah. that was a thing. Or if a parent was like, I don't know, man, like we're kind of starving to death. Do you want to take this off our hands and just like poke a hole in it really quick and put it in the river? Oh, God. I know. I said that out loud. Oh, God. Okay. So, Donald Harvey, American cereal. 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 It's like a cereal killer. Cereal killer. Those are the kinds that tell jokes as they kill. They're cereal. <clears throat> cereal. Donald Harvey is an American serial killer who claims that he murdered, uh, 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 I'm having a hard time speaking apparently, Mm -hmm. who claims to have murdered 87. He claims that he started out killing to ease the pain of his patients. As he progressed in his murders, he began to enjoy it and more and more became, things that he wanted to do became the self-professed angel of death. That's Uh, the one you're thinking of. He died in prison at the age of 64. What the hell was the name of the one that we did the whole episodes on? I can see his face. And I swear he was also called the Angel of Death, too. Starts with a C. Yeah. Cullen. 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 Dr. Cullen. Is it? Don't. I just watched all the Twilights. I know. That's why I always (laughs) get... I did. He's not Dr. Cullen. He's just a nurse. nurse. But is it... What's his name? Edward? I cannot remember. Charles. Charles Cullen. See, you can't trust us. Nope. You want to know why? Because we're human. I'm, and I can't remember what his nickname was. Listen, I if you're going to be a true crime journalist, I'm going to need you to God. do better. <laughs> the Good Nurse. There was the, the Good book. Nurse. No, there was another name. I don't know. Well, let's talk about Dr. 
get back here. Dr. Tar... All right, listen. <clears throat> this is the guy's name, right? I'm not doing this. Just... Dr. Thomas Neal Cream. Oh, God. Killed at least five people, poisoned his victims, and then attempted to frame other people for his crimes. He was executed by hanging in 1892. He at the age of 42. Born in 1850. Cream. Dr. Cream. Dr. Cream. P.S. It was the angel of death, so there was more than one. I knew See, I wasn't going crazy. I knew I there knew was who you more were talking than about. one. Okay, I just can't remember. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so... In 1966, multiple people in a New Jersey hospital were poisoned with curare by the mysterious Dr. X. Years later, Dr. X. Is he bald? Taser face! Is he bald and he is in a... In a chair? In a a wheelchair by chance? Uh, well, so, officials figured out that Mario Haskelovich was the culprit. However, he was acquitted due to lack of evidence. We need expert evidence. Or you could have people like Dr. X poisoning people with fucking frog dart poison. Jesus Christ. Do you think he blow darted it into him? (laughs) Let's hope he fucking did. (laughs) (laughs) Like my dad. So I sat up with my blow dart gun. And I left a little bit of that easy cheese out just to try to lure him in. On a piece of dinty more stew. <laughs> Which is funny because that's what I had for dinner that Fuck, night, too. Dude. Right. <clears throat> Dr. Lue. Lue, Lue. Oh, baby. Okay. He is an Iraqi medical doctor who murder, murdered 43 wounded policemen, soldiers, officials, and others between 2005 and 2006. Pretending to treat his victims, Dr. Lue was actually administrating anticoagulants that made their bleeding worse and eventually killed him. Killed them. His killings were politically motivated, and after he was arrested, he admitted to being part of an Iraqi Sunni insurgent group that fought against U.S. troops and their allies during the Iraqi war. The wounded patients he cared for were all pro-coalition forces that had cooperated with the United States. Wow. Crazy, huh? Yeesh. Yeesh. It was. So... Then how about Stephen Massoff? Oh, he's the guy. He actually worked with the abortion doctor with Kermit. If Yeesh. you remember Kermit, K- Kermit, he worked in his ab- ab- good God, his abortion clinic. He testified that he snapped spines of more than a hundred babies after seeing them show signs of life. He was active from two thousand three to two thousand eight. How. F- fucking heartless do you have to be like oh that one's alive let's snap it i don't i don't know, like dude. that at all that makes me want to throw up in 1901 u.s nurse jane toppin oh we know this word we know this i know jane toppin because of serial chillers that was my person that i knew nothing about and i don't think i won at all and I can't remember what episode it was, but, you know, one of the episodes. Anyway, Jane Toppin. I was really upset that I didn't know who it was. I was like, God damn it, I don't even know who the hell this is. But now we do. Now we do. She confessed to poisoning 31 patients for her own sexual gratification. After overdosing Perfect. them. I know. Perfect. Uh, 
After overdosing them, she would get in a bed and lie with them as they died. She was found not guilty by reason of insanity and interned in a medical, nope, in a mental institution until her death in 1938. She um, died at age 81. Hmm. Yeah. Who was ours that we did together on Serial Chillers? We did the guy that had the girls up in the oh, fucking... yeah. A German nurse who killed at least 28 patients while he... Wow. While, <laughs> while he worked at a hospital in Sonfren, Bavaria. Son... Wow, I missed like half of the word. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Yes. It's Sonfren. Not whatever I said. I missed like the whole middle. Bavaria. Between January of 2003 and July of 2004, he killed patients by administering a lethal mix of drugs. The acts have been described as Germany's largest number of killings since World War II. He was sentenced to life on November 20, 2006 at age 40. Now, we have a Norwegian nurse. Norwegian. Norwegian. And the most prolific known serial killer in the Scandinavian history. Mm. He was convicted on March 18, 1983 of poisoning at least 22 patients with curacet. He initially confessed to killing 30 patients. He was sentenced to 21 years, the maximum punishment by, possible by Norwegian law. He was 82. Orphanesset from Norwegian. Oh, what? <laughs> Norwegian? Really? Norway? No. No? <laughs> Different. <laughs> Sorry, no. He's from Norwegia? He's Help from me, Norwegia. I'm poor. Help me, I'm poor. He's Norwegian, so he's Help. from Norwegia. Hello. God, duh. Jesus. Fuck. Well, that bounces us to a fella that you are familiar with. Yeesh. If you have listened to all of our episodes, if not, then I don't know. It's (laughs) It's Charles Cullen. He was a New Jersey nurse who, over a 16-year nursing career, murdered 40 patients by sneaking into their rooms and adding drugs into their IV bags. He initially confessed to the death of 40 patients, but in subsequent interviews with police, psychi- psychi- psychiatric, psychiatric, mm-hmm. I give up. Okay. psychiatric professionals and journalists, it became clear that he had killed many, many more, an estimated of 400 people. If his figure is accurate, it would make him the most prolific serial killer in American history. He died at age... 59. He was a fucking weirdo, yo. Yeah, Didn't he, was. he have like that little lair down in his basement where he would just sit? I can't remember, but. Yeah, she yeah. says, I can't was, really remember. I can't really remember. That was a lot of books ago. So we're going to wrap this up with a couple just, you know. More killers. More, <laughs> more killers. Smaller numbers. You know, like only fifteen or so. Yeah, she was a Spanish nursing home worker who fatally poisoned eleven of her elderly residents and maybe more. In the trial, he claimed that these were 
mercy kills as he intended to spare the victims from further suffering, and at least three of them were administered caustic cleaning materials that caused severe burns and long agony. Oh, God. So, you know, you're I don't think you're really prolonging anybody's um, death when you're feeding them caustic chemical cleaning supplies. Yeah, I don't like that. And the last one, okay, this one, I, I intentionally left this one kind of open because this might be a future episode. Carl Milnerick, Frederick Morse, okay, also known as Frederick Morse, killed eight elderly patients in New York by poisoning them. He was caught, sent to an asylum where he was, he escaped, and then... Was never caught again. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, shit. So welcome back to Color Me Dead. We'll give you guys this little tidbit. We'll move on. We'll get more episodes. We'll drop every week. We'll be back in your ear holes with murdery things. Fuckery most foul every week. With murder. 100 years. Rick and Morty. Angel and Nikki. All the adventures. All of them. All of them. And all the fumble fucked words. And... So maybe don't feed your patients... Drano. No, please don't. And uh, stay Stay out out of chalk lines. lines. Goodbye. Goodbye.